Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we can do morning. it. Good morning. I think I didn't make it, so we're good. Let's just roll with it. Good morning, everybody. It's the dose. I was got a little screaming rant before uh, it kicked in, so I don't think you heard my voice. If so, nope. we're good, but it's Thursday. Yes. It's been a great week. Be North in the house, rocking it out with us. It's always great to have him back. Boom, boom, boom. And uh, Byron telling us his tales of going through drive through to eat two meals at, at uh, uh, mm-hmm. Bang Bang, as he so calls it. Guess what? <laughs> I did that last night. Did you really? Oh, oh, boy. That's fantastic. I had to, I had to do it. I it was so my good. My man. Yeah, large marinara on the side. Okay. I was dipping my Big Mac in the marinara after I ate the crazy bread. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Byron. It was. Uh, we are kindred spirits, brother. It was <laughs> dipping my Big Mac yeah. in marinara. Oh, dude, it was uh, it was amazing. That's fucking. Yeah. Oh, I just cursed. Expletives. Hey, expletives. expletives. Uh, so anyhow, let's tighten it up in here. Uh, we've been talking about a lot this week. There's so much going on in the market. That's kind of this what this show has been a little turmoil, but fun. Right, we're navigating through what to do with the shiny objects. We're talking a little bit about staff growth and uh, working people up in their career and their, in their position. Um, and uh, you know, maybe we, maybe we kind of change a little bit today on, on maybe some, some, what are one or two things that you think uh, let's, let's, let's focus on the single producing agent, you know, teams, you know, can probably benefit from it too, but individual single producing agent stuck at, 15, 20 deals a year right now, and they're struggling because they're having the issues that a lot of people are having placing buyers or getting listings. I mean, what, what, some of those have that huge budget, right? You know, what should we be doing? What should that agent be doing? You know, um, other than open houses or whatever it is, what can we be doing? Right. You know I mean? What's that, that I think is a good conversation for us all is what, what to do, what, where should we be focusing? I think the biggest challenge that, um, salespeople, us agents are, are, uh, faced with in the business right now is the, the growing separation between, um, the interpersonal communication and the value of the internet, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so valuable that the value to the consumer to be able to speedily get access, all right, to everything on their phone, um, makes it so that, you know, I heard, a, <clears throat> a staff from Zillow recently, that was uh, seven out of 10 buyers find their home before they find their agent. Seven out of 10 find the home before they find their agent. That's interesting stat. And so if seven out of 10 buyers find the home they want before they find their agent, then what should, what does the agent need to be doing to make sure that they're one of the seven who get the call? And that is really elevating the experience, the interpersonal experience between you and your past clients. Not the old adage of repeat referral. I'm not sure that, you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, g- cheeky pop buys and, um, you know, little tchotchkes that have your logo on them are exactly what it is. I think uh, something that we've been doing that I've been doing uh, myself because I'm doing less sales now, focus more on the brokerage, is utilizing social media to say deeply interpersonally connected with my sphere of influence and my network. And what I mean by that is not posting constantly, but more um, taking time when I see somebody mention the loss of their dog. Um, you know, it seems like we, we see that's, that's unfortunately all too frequent loss yeah. of a pet and really taking time to like mail them a card and just say, Hey, I just want to shoot you a card and say, I'm sorry for the loss of your pet. By the way, guess what? I don't put on my card. 
I'm always there for your referrals or whatever. And I'm sorry for anybody who does do that. I understand it. I get it. And that's, and by the way, for you, it's okay. What I'm talking, if you do that out there, don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, with all due respect. Yeah. So my, but so it is, it is elevating the interpersonal connection so that it's like such an immediate thought that if we enter this process, there's nobody in the world that knows us better right? That's the conversation. Not, not, we got to call the person who helped us with our last transaction because they have our paperwork. Not let's call the person we once worked with because they sold our house or they know the title company or they know they can get us in touch with our lender. No, we're going to call Brian because he knows there's nobody that knows us better. Uh, that he's intimately woven into understanding that our kids just graduated high school or empty nest. We just went through a divorce. We just lost a, whatever it might be that are generally those catalyst reasons for why we make a move anyway if we're really up to knowing what those details are and staying in front of them, that's going to help um, bridge the gap between the, the the digital distraction version of what's happening in this industry. So for me, that would be a top one. That is, by like the way, and it, it, it's also very comfortable, right? If we, how many times have we sat in this studio and talked about picking up the phone and you know banging up banging a hundred calls yep. or knocking doors and all the you know stuff and and all that works if you need yeah. to go out and hustle it up tackling people right. in the grocery store oh, yes. whatever yeah, it takes you got a true tackle nope. i think uh i think this really is an opportunity for those people like hey i'm not a cold caller i don't like being a pushy salesperson this is how you can still cultivate some really deep relationships and making sure that as people because we're not a, look how convenient is it to just you know we're sitting on the couch with our partner and you look over and go, Hey babe, you know, I was thinking maybe we want to get, you know, maybe we should move up. Maybe we should move to that new neighborhood. I don't know. Let's go check some stuff out. Why don't you get your iPad and let's flip through the internet. Oh, cool. That one's awesome. Let's drive by it tomorrow. That's just so convenient rather than being like, Oh, let me call Brian and see if he'll schedule it and have him breathe down our neck and point at the kitchen that we can see in the middle of the house. Right. (laughs) It's like, it's just so much easier to be able to go almost all the way to the finish line until I need the expertise of the agent to help me understand valuation, negotiation, et cetera. So I think, I think it really just is this thing of how can we reframe the value of that high touch, high service, depth of relationship space so that I'm that first call when these people start to think about moving. And by the way, we're coming into that market. We're coming into the, yes, the market, the fear of loss market that says we're going to miss out on those interest rates. We're going to miss out on the price on our home. We're going to miss out on any potential future equity. And when fear of loss starts to happen, that's where we're going to get high demand. And if that high demand happens to meet high supply, we're going to have a great run in this business. Are those listeners that are here wondering, what do I need to do? Going to be prepared via those deep relationships. And you believe that's coming because you talked about that a bit offline. I do. I absolutely believe it's, well, we can see it, right? So we know that demand is waning slightly. However, we still have massive migration. And that's Uh, what I want to talk about tomorrow too. Massive migration. All that's happening, right? Uh, And, but we can see our inventory. I made a bet. I made a bold prediction off the cuff in a room about four months ago that inventory would double by October. And uh, Mike Delena, if he's listening, sucker, just so you know, (laughs) he looked up, he looked up at me and he said, no chance, no chance. And I said, why would you say we bantered back and forth? He said, why would you say that? And I said, because I heard this morning that Fannie and Freddie are stalling, they're slowing the path of investor loans by increasing rates. The disparity between primary residence rates and investor rates were 1%. 
It was like three and a quarter and four and a quarter. Yeah, when you raise investment rates, that dings your cash flow. And when affordability is being challenged here in the first place, you're going to pull investors back, which is going to increase inventory. And he was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That sounds really cool. You always know what you're talking about, Brian. <laughs> and uh, I was like, great, let's put our money where our mouth is. Steak 44, uh, dinner, let's go. <laughs> Victory. That's right. And, uh, and it's and looking we, like it's going to be more than double by yeah, it. That's potentially exactly right. That sounds like a bang bang. That sounds like a bang bang. So here we go on inventory. Inventory's doubling. That's, you know, it still gets us to only nine or 10,000 homes by that time. And then when we start Which to get- Which is still Well, we're about that now. We're about that now. Yeah, well, well 7,300, I think, was the latest Including toll. AC, UC, uh, uh, maybe, uh, UCB, yeah, et cetera. Inc- but include the UCBs, it's yeah. nine, yeah. But, but 72 uh, or 7,300 is where we are active. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I need to get to like 83 or 8,400 by October to win the bet. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and so bottom and line we is, we oh, will. Yeah. so we're going to be at 10,000 homes and we're going to have similar demand. Right. And so in my m- opinion, I heard Tina Tambor ground for report talk about this at one point. She's like, you know, there's low supply, high demand markets. There's high, high supply, low demand. We don't like those ones markets. We've been in those right. 2006, Scary. seven, eight, nine. Uh, and then there's high supply, high demand Markets and those markets are where you know, especially from an industry bang. perspective, it's a bang bang. That's a bang That's bang. A bang. Yeah. And we're com- it's coming. That market, well, I, I believe that market. Let's coming. do this. Let's stop because I want to. Let, let's let's stop. Stop. Funnel, let's stop. funnel stop. on this tomorrow, yeah. and we'll talk more of some more predictions, more but not, bang not bang just tomorrow. more bang bang predictions. <laughs> not two three month predictions, but uh, you know what it looks like the next 12, 24 months. Let's go. So, all right. Thanks to our Good sponsors. See you, see you tomorrow. VIP yeah. and Alliance. You guys rock. Thanks, y'all. See you. Pizza, pizza. Ha, 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 ha,